Hello, and welcome to the Master Key Podcast, where we help you unlock your original design so that you can live in the fullness of your destiny. Have you ever felt stuck and can't quite figure out why? Today, Dennis highlights four categories of identity and how you can mature from one to the next. For more information and other resources, please visit us at masterkey.guide. Well, I'm glad to be with you again today, and I'd like to declare that this is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad. Father, I thank you for every person listening to this podcast. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would speak to them specifically and uh, accurately about where they are in their journey and how they can move forward. Lord, we believe that you have orchestrated this teaching, and Father, we trust you now. Our ears are open, and we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would speak because your people are listening. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Today, I'd like to talk to you about a very important topic. As I travel around the world, I meet Christians from many different cultures, denominations, and backgrounds. But basically, I find that Christians come in four different categories. And I'd like to talk about those four categories today. And as I do, I'd like you to be asking yourself, where do you come in this progressive journey through these four categories. And as I share about them, I believe it will make sense to you. Of course, the goal is that we continue to move forward. Paul says, forgetting that which is behind, I press forward towards the mark of the high calling that's mine in Christ. So no matter which one of the four categories you find yourself in, it's always possible to move forward. And I'm encouraging you, I'm actually exhorting you to move forward in your walk with God. The first type of person we run into frequently would come in the category I'm calling victim. There are many people out there who have a victim identity. Life has been hard for them. They've gone through many difficulties. It seems like um, the enemy has attacked them or people have mistreated, mishandled them significantly. And because this happens repeatedly, they develop what we would call a victim identity. Everything goes wrong for me. Good things happen to other people, but not me. Poor me. Look at what they did to me. Look at what she said about me. This victim identity is crippling. It's paralyzing. And it actually robs us from moving forward into our destinies. Uh, In John 10, verse 10, Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. It is the enemy's job to try to rob us in any can. And in doing so, we are made to feel like victims. But Jesus went on to say in that verse, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I don't have any judgment or any condemnation for anyone who is struggling with a victim identity. In fact, all of us have been victimized in one way or another in our lives. There's no one who is exempt 
from being mishandled, abused, rejected, you know, um, all of these problems come to us. Uh, Jesus said, it is impossible that offenses will not come. So all of us have drank a bitter cup of being for a season. But the good news is we don't have to stay there. You don't have to live your life as a victim. You don't need to look here and sorry or pitiful for the person looking back because that person was never created to be a victim, to live as a victim or remain in a victim status. All of us can move forward. Of course, step number one in getting free of the victim identity is forgiveness. We must forgive those who speak evil against us or despitefully use us or abuse us, or abandon us, or whatever it is they did. That is the first step to getting free from a victim identity. So we have to go to the cross with Jesus, and we have to learn how to say, Father, forgive them. They didn't know what they were doing. So I've known many people who have been severely victimized in their lives, years of abuse and sometimes even what we call satanic ritual abuse which is beyond measure and I have seen these very brave people face their past face the um, traumas that they've lived through actually forgive and move to the next level the second category then of people we deal with I would call survivors. These are people that have bravely taken that first giant step out of the victim identity and are now living as survivors. They have overcome in a measure and they are now surviving. They are facing life. They are, you know, uh, each day choosing to, you know, have the victory in different ways and they would be um, moving forward in a measure. The only problem with a survivor is they're still being defined by the trauma that happened to them. If they were an abuse survivor, or if they're an incest survivor, or if they're you know, the survivor of adult uh, parental alcoholism, or you know, whatever it would be, their identity is still being defined by the demonic stronghold that they have um, come out of as a survivor. And that's unfortunate because you don't want someone else's sin defining you. You don't want someone else's brokenness and demonic stronghold um, imparting an identity to you as a survivor. You know, I highly value some of these programs that are out there, like the 12-step program that Alcoholics Anonymous have. But in those programs, they have people state over and over, hello, my name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. They force an identity on people that keeps them locked in to their past dysfunction. 
And that's not the Christian way. The biblical standard is not, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. That's religion talking. The biblical New Testament pattern is, if I am in Christ, I am a new creation. Old things have passed away and everything has become new. So I'm no longer just a survivor. I'm no longer an alcoholic who is surviving every day by saying no to alcohol. I'm not defined by that. I am now a new creature. I've been born again. I have a brand new beginning. And Jesus said, behold, I make all things new. We're not trying to patch up the old man and help him live a uh, kind of survivor lifestyle. That's not the Christian walk. The Christian walk is the old man is dead and buried. He's gone. He's out of the equation. Paul says it's no longer I that live. The alcoholic part of me or the you know uh, victim part of me has died with Christ. And now there's a new part of me that's living. I am born again in my spirit, man. And now Christ lives in me. And old things are passing away and everything is becoming new. So some of us listening might still be in that survivor mode. And I congratulate you for coming out of the victim identity and moving into that survivor mode. But I'd like to encourage you to move forward yet again so that you're not continually defined by the sin or the stronghold that you've come out of. That brings us to our third category, which I'm calling an overcomer. This is a person now who's no longer a victim, no longer sees themselves as a survivor of the enemy's plan but now they are an overcomer. They have come into a place of authority, a place of freedom, a place where their identity and the image that they were created in, i.e. the image of God, is being restored in them. And so every day they are walking in victory, they are walking in freedom, they're walking in authority, they're walking in power, the enemy is under their feet, and they're no longer defined by the unfortunate or damaging things that happened in their past. I love hanging around these people. They are overcomers. Jesus said numerous times in the New Testament, to him or her that overcomes, will I grant to sit with me on my throne, and he or she will rule the nations with a rod of iron. Now, this is an exciting Christian life. You are now seated with Christ on his throne far above the principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world that would have abused you, victimized you, imprisoned you, um, you know, or ruined your life in some way. 
you have now completely overcome and you are free. And the Bible says, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So alcohol has no power over you. Uh, drugs have no power over you. Whatever your addiction or your uh, former lifestyle has no power over you. That old man is dead in Christ. And now the new man born from above is living in you. And that eternal life that is in your spirit is manifesting in your life. And out of your innermost being every day is flowing rivers of living water. And there's more than enough. You know, God's name is El Shaddai. That means the God who is more than enough. An overcomer has more than enough. You know, often I go on a mission trip and I'll speak maybe 50 times in two weeks. That sounds unbelievable, that, but that's what happens. That would be four or more times a day quite often. And in places like Africa, the meetings can be, you know, three hours long. And so um, I just am able to keep going because out of my innermost being, flows rivers of living water that's the overcomer part of me and really there's no obstacle there's no stronghold there's no enemy there's no sin or um, demonic attack that we cannot overcome the bible talks about in all these things he causes us to triumph that we never need to be defeated. We can be an overcomer just like Jesus was in everything that he um, encountered in his journey. The Bible says with every situation, God will provide a way of escape. So part of being an overcomer is looking for that way of escape that God has provided for you. Nobody needs to feel trapped and like I, I can't find the way out here because God has a way of escape for you so again the first category was victim the second category was survivor the third category is overcomer and that's fantastic if you've made it that far but there's another category that I believe Jesus walked in and you're invited to walk in as well. And this category I'm calling more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. You know, it's one thing for me to overcome in my own life. And now I'm happy and free. But it's another thing for me to be more than a conqueror. And now I'm out there setting all kinds of other people free from the thing that now I've been set free of. I am able to comfort others with the same comfort that I was comforted with by God. And so now I'm going out there helping people everywhere I meet on all seven mountains to overcome in their lives as well. Some of you know that early in our ministry, we had planted a church in Hamilton, Ontario, and the enemy, after a number of years, brought 
a very powerful attack against us. And because we didn't know how to pray and we didn't understand spiritual warfare, our church was destroyed. Well, I felt like a victim for a year or so, but I got back on my feet and I became a survivor. But my whole life was still defined by the um, destruction of the church that I had been the leader of. Well, through intercession, forgiveness, and reconciliation, God raised the church back up, and I actually became an overcomer. And what the enemy had stolen and destroyed, now God had restored. And our ministry, not only was it uh, back and stronger than ever before, but it began to multiply. And in becoming an overcomer, our church was restored. But it didn't just stop there. God called me to be more than a conqueror. And to my great surprise, he has sent me all around the world many times to visit churches and kingdom businesses and other organizations that also have been attacked, also may have been destroyed. And now as more than a conqueror, I'm not only able to have my own ministry be successful and winning, but I'm able to help many others overcome the same things that I overcame. And that's really God's heart for every believer, is that you would become more than a conqueror through him that loves you. So this is really an awesome place to be. This is where, you know, the enemy is totally under your feet. This is where sin no longer has any dominion over you. This is where you cast out demons, you heal the sick, you preach the gospel, you bring the kingdom of God, and you are looking very much like a son of God or a daughter of the king. And the entire creation, the Bible says, is groaning and travailing, awaiting the manifestation of the sons of God. This is talking about those who are more than conquerors, those who know not only how to walk in freedom themselves, but how to set other people free. And they leave behind them a trail of healed, restored, victorious lives. And Psalm 23 becomes true for them. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It's very important for us to understand that with these four categories, we don't move in every area of our life from one category to the other at the same time. In fact, I may still be functioning as a victim in one area of my life. I might already be overcoming in another area. And so don't feel bad if you don't become an overcomer and more than a conqueror all at once in every area of our Christian walk. This is a journey. And usually God is dealing with one or two areas in our life. And we get to overcome in those. And then he will bring up another area. 
for us to work on. So uh, our Christian walk is just that. It's a walk forward. And we're gaining ground in each area uh, separately. And God is the one who decides which area we should be overcoming in at which time. Ultimately, you will see your life coming more and more into alignment with God's design, and you will live the abundant, overcoming life that Jesus came to give you. Wherever you are in your journey today in these four categories, I want to pray for you that God will give you the power to move to the next level. If you're battling with a victim identity, if you're still held as a captive in the enemy's grip, if some kind of trauma or demonic attack has um, imprisoned you, and like Joseph, you're locked in a prison and your dream does not seem to be coming to pass, I want to pray that you will move out of that prison to the next phase in your life as a survivor. If you've reached that survivor level, but you haven't yet fully overcome, I want to pray that you will move to that level and finally then to become more than a conqueror. Father, you see every life. You know every story. You see the plan of the enemy. You see the various strongholds. You see how the enemy has stolen and destroyed and taken us on, in some cases, long detours that have caused years of our lives to pass by, falling short of what your plan was for us, Father. Lord, I pray right now for every person listening that there would be an impartation of the resurrection power of Christ that would come upon them, that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead would quicken their mortal bodies and lift them from the level they're at to the next level up that they would overcome as a victim or a survivor and move into that realm where they are winning, where they are reigning together with Christ far above the enemy and ultimately coming to that place where they are more than conquerors through him that love them. Father, I commit them into your hands. I ask, Lord, that you would complete the work that you've started in them. Lord, you said you are the author of our faith and you want to be the finisher. So, Lord, I'm asking right now that the power of God would come upon them, that the fire of God would be kindled in their spirit, man, that the word of God would come alive in them and that it would reside uh, richly in their hearts, but it would come out of their their mouths like a sharp two-edged sword that the enemy would be driven back that circumstances and strongholds would come crashing to the ground and that the kingdom of God would be revealed that the power of the Holy Spirit would be released in and through them and that wherever they go Lord you would watch over your word to perform it and that the world would see the church would see the angels would would see even the demons would see Christ in them overcoming and being more than a conqueror in them I declare over every one of you 
greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. And I call every one of you to your highest destiny. I don't care how old you are, if you're 12 years old, 30 years old, 60 years old, or 85 years old, I call you up to that high and holy calling that is yours, that you would be fully restored to the image of Christ and that you would run your race and that you would finish your course and there would be laid up for you a crown of righteousness that the Father has for every one of his sons and daughters who crosses the finish line. Father, I pray that in Jesus' name, that he might be glorified in every one of us. Amen and amen. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you'd like to connect or find other resources, please visit us at masterkey.guide.